0: Welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts. I'm Tim. Hey Tim, it's Kevin. So Kevin, do you have a pension? Uh, You mean like a 401k? I have that. Yep. So today we're going to do a slightly different format of ELI Five. We're going to talk about pensions uh, and specifically a story around where the modern pension fund came from. It is
1: a fascinating story. And I believe it's covered in a number of life insurance blogs uh, and also
0: a really good book, uh, Sapiens. Exactly. There's a lot of great material around this and we'll link to some of the references in the show notes, including um, Harari's Sapiens book. The story starts with Scottish Presbyterian priests in the 1700s, right?
1: Exactly. So it was, I think, 1744 and there was two Scottish Presbyterian priests, uh, Alexander Webster and Robert Wallace, Conceived the idea of establishing an insurance fund to provide for priests, widows, and orphans with a pension. Ah, Webster
0: and Wallace, that's where it all started.
1: Well, uh, not exactly. It was also possible that in the 1300s, you know, way long ago, uh, for a shipmaster in Florence, Italy, to purchase coverage for his ship while he was preparing to sail into the great unknown. Uh, the shipmaster would pay a premium for the coverage. Sound familiar? And in the event of catastrophe, the cruise beneficiaries will be able to receive the payments from said underwriters.
0: I see, but what Wallace and Webster did was they brought in some modern mathematics and statistics?
1: Yes, right? that makes it much, look much more like what we currently know today. Uh, so they went uh, beyond just collecting premiums and paying out the final amount, The plan they devised took the premiums, invested the money, with the goal being that the payments to the family would come from the income generated by the investments, uh, thus actually creating an investment pool that would retain its principal amount. Uh, All the priests would do is contribute a small part of their income to the fund, and the money was invested in securities, and if one of the depositors died, his widow would receive the dividends from the fund to live comfortably until the end of her life. So the question becomes, how much should each priest pay in each year then? Exactly. And uh, it, based, it was based on our prediction of how many priests would die each year uh, and how many widows and orphans would remain and how many years the widow would survive, out-survive their
0: husbands. So how did they do it? I imagine that sort of data back in the 1700s was difficult to come by.
1: So the, the, the priests, they actually they asked a professor of mathematics uh, at the University of Edinburgh, And uh, together, they collected the data on deceased priests, uh, information on what age they passed away and how many priests would approximately go to, uh, you know, a better world every year. I see. So is this where Bernoulli comes in? Yes, Bernoulli also comes in. So uh, first they gathered data, and next comes some statistics and probability theory, which was actually pretty new at the time. So one of the most important discoveries was the law of large numbers by... Uh, Jacob Bernoulli. Uh, Bernoulli established that the principle, the principle that although a single event, say the death of a particular person, is difficult to predict, it is possible though to predict the outcome of many similar events with greater accuracy.
0: That makes sense. You can't say when a given person is going to die, but with enough numbers you can accurately say how many priests the church will lose, Mm -hmm. say, in a given year, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what data did they use? So they used
1: something called the mortality table, which analyzed the archive records of over 1,200 births uh, and around 1,200 deaths of Breslau, Germany, and compiled tables that basically said that uh, the death probability this year for a 20-year-old man is, let's say, 1 in 100, and for a 50-year-old man is 1 in 39. And, and based on this mortality table, the priests calculated that on an average year in Scotland, uh, 27 out of 930 priests would die, mm. uh, and a uh, per certain percentage would have wives uh, that would leave. Uh, so that would leave 18 widows, and five of those widows, uh, five of those without widows, would leave young children. So uh, and then you know plus two who are married would leave children at the age of 16 from previous. Oh yeah, they did a lot I of process. So they were pretty detailed in <laughs> all. Uh
0: And the net net was how much did each of the priests have to pay each year into this pool?
1: Yes, so there were, uh, there, were, there were two options back then. Um, one was paying two pounds, 12 shillings, and two pence a year. Uh, a, a priest could guarantee uh, his widow 10 pounds a year. You know, a pretty solid amount at that time. Or uh, there was another option to get 25 pounds per year, uh, and the annual payment needed to be something like six pounds, 11 shillings, and three pence.
0: They were really precise. So if I wanted to put away six pounds, 11 shillings and three pence and save the equivalent <laughs> amount today, how much would that be? So so that amount, that six
1: pounds and some stuff in the 1740s would be about $1,500 in today's money.
0: Well, that's a nice coincidence because today is actually a, an episode where we've got a sponsor. We've got our first sponsor. That's right. Um, and this sponsor is going to help our listeners save $1,500 this year. That's a lot of money. Do you know who the sponsor is? I believe you told me it was Empower. That's right. I love the Empower app. How about we tell our listeners more about it? So Empower is a finance app that helps me save money without lifting a finger. $1,500 a year, in fact. Uh, so Kevin, how would you like to save $1,500 this year? Really? Sounds like you've been trying to. Yes, definitely. You know,
1: I used to be pretty bad at saving money because uh, you know, if I had some extra money, it's so easy to just go and spend it. But then I discovered the Empower app which has really transformed me into a saver. It's been such a game changer, and here I'll tell you why.
0: So that's Empower, E-M-P-O-W-E-R, and it's an awesome mobile app that makes saving and managing my money the easiest thing to do. So my favorite feature uh, of Empower is their
1: automated savings feature. Mm. So how how it works is I simply tell the app my weekly savings target. And every day, Empower studies my income and spending, and it automatically knows when to move the right amount of money into my savings account, where I'm
0: less likely to spend it. It's called autosave, right? Just set it and forget it. Um, Tell me, what else do you like? Uh, Another really, really cool feature is that
1: Empower also looks at my subscriptions, and it can help me cancel any I'm not using anymore. You mean like your gym membership on January 9th? hey (laughs) gym membership uh there's also more common other ones like netflix and the the new disney plus uh but yeah i mean am i even using these subscriptions enough to justify paying hundreds of dollars every year right um maybe maybe not and the point is i shouldn't be paying for things i'm not using so and the power really helps me stay on top of that very nice and uh now I can also stop Googling for answers to all my uh, finance questions, because I could just text Empower's human coaches who also are able to give me personalized recommendations.
0: So to our ELI5 listeners, if you do want to save $1,500 or more this year, uh, you've got to go check out the Empower app. Download Empower, that's E-N-P-O-W-E-R, in the App Store or the Play Store. Um, I did it, uh, and so did another uh, 650,000 people, and uh, I think they're all saving money. For listeners of ELI 5, you can also get $5 off when you use the offer code ELI number 5. Visit empower.me slash ELI 5. That's E-M-P-O-W-E-R dot M-E slash ELI 5. And you'll get more details there. Okay. Now, back to the Scottish winner story.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, so, don't worry. So, so, folks were, were contributing uh, £6 or, you know, $1,500 a year. Uh, if they died, their window or orphan would save annu—would angu- have an annuity of 25 pounds a year. And that's actually something like you know, $5,500 a day. Uh, so they did all the calculations to figure out to the penny how much needed to be contributed. Sounds pretty detailed and specific. So how did the res- results turn out? They were accurate. You know, the, the two ministers estimated that based on their calculations of life expectations, death rates, marriage rates, investment, Uh, acumen and other factors a fund will grow from uh, back then 18,000 pounds to 58,000 pounds in a few years Um, and that's like
0: you know actually
1: just for inflation that's like 10 million dollars today's money
0: yeah they projected out and to be clear this is from 1748 when they made the prediction all the way to um, they were predicting 1765 is that right
1: yeah that's like a 17 year
0: prediction so how close did they come
1: they were off by just one single
0: pound Stunning. And the amazing thing is that's not the end of the story, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So fast forward to today, and that
1: Webster and Wallace Fund is still around and known by the name Scottish Widows. It is one of the largest both insurance and pension companies in the world. Uh, It's now part of Lloyds Bank, I believe, uh, but with billions of pounds worth of capital these days. Uh, The fund willingly insures not only Scottish Widows, but anyone who wants to buy
0: a policy now. Well, actually, I have a Scottish widow's account. Uh, did you know that? No. Uh, I used to work in London, and part of my pension was managed by them. Oh, wow. Comes full circle. Yeah.
1: So they uh, they're res- are responsible for your pension then, too, pretty directly.
0: Uh, too bad they didn't have power to help more folks save their £6 a year back then. <laughs> yeah, too bad folks didn't have smartphones back in the 1700s. Did you learn something new today? If you did, send us a tweet or send us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you have suggestions on future episodes. Thank you as always to the wonderful community at r slash explain like I'm five on Reddit. We will see you all next week.